And you're very welcome back to Tip Today, a rather special tip today, because we're out and about as part of our countywide village tour. We're here in Dundrum today in the very busy uh, Butler's Centre in Dundrum, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to uh, as many local people as we possibly can indeed. Now, don't forget, if you're in the area, drop in. If you want to put your name in the receipt, we have a couple of 100 euro vouchers uh, to give away here today. So just by making your way here and saying hello to us, uh, it's as simple as that. Now, Dundrum has a great history and reputation indeed for forestry and farming and uh, a tradition that continues on to this day and I'm delighted to be joined now by John Moore and John worked in forestry here in Dundrum as a forest uh, manager. Good morning to you John. Good morning friend. Uh, good to see you today and thanks very much indeed yeah. for, for coming into us as well. It is fair to say there's a great tradition of forestry here isn't there? There is indeed Fran and I could bring you back to the, the 1700s, 1800s. Wow. Yeah. It really goes back to the, uh, the estate time, the time of the, the landlord in Dundrum when the area was obviously laid out and planted with, with trees. And um, back, back in the 1700s, there was a corn mill uh, put down the, at the end of the mill road, known as the mill road. Yes. A corn mill, timber mill. And that's where, you know, timber was cut and stuff like that. And then the, the, the local landlord at the time was a, a, a Lord Howarden. He was known as Maud to the locals. And uh, he was the Earl of, of Mount Health and he was the MP yes. for Tipperary back in the day. And um, the railway was being built, put in from, obviously, from the, great, the railway from Dublin to Cork. Mm. But he got it diverted to Dundrum because he obviously had forestry lands. Yes. And he had his gentry friends coming down doing shooting and what have you. So the railway was actually diverted to Dundrum so that he could uh, bring his friends down there. And the power so he had the power to do he had that, at that was time, amazing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many myths and legends about Maud, of course. Yes, yes, there is a myth. Yeah, there's a lot of myths. Now, Austin Crow, uh, the local man, of course, would have given me a lot of this information over the years. And yeah. I'd, I'd like to say hello to Austin if he's, if he's, if he's listening. And, 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 and to Mary as well, yeah, yeah of course. But, yeah. Um, so that, the railway would have gone in and um, obviously, obviously they, 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 they moved the mill then. From the, from the mill road up beside the railway. Yes. And what happened then, Fran, was uh, railway tracks were put in then, going out to the forests to actually cut, to, where they cut the oak timber and brought it into the sawmill in Dundrum. And what happened then was a lot of that was used for making the railway tracks and also a lot of the timber was cut and sent away to, to the port in England, by rail, onto the ports and over to England. My God, so it was a very important like hub here yeah, for would, 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 it, would it have been, Fran, yeah. yeah would, would, would it have been a big, a big thing at that time? That, was, that continued on then. For for how long, uh, John? That went, that, see, that, that was, we were into the 1900s then. Yeah. And obviously what happened then, Fran, was that, you know, electrification never came in like that. And... Um, so the Forestry Commission then was formed in 1903 and Dundrum Forest was one of the first four forests formed in Ireland. Yes. Would have been the four, the, there was four forests and Dundrum was one of them. And also you had the first training school for foresters was in Dundrum. So it was, uh, up, up beside the sawmill. So it was known as the Botty. Yeah. Which was really obviously the short for botanic. And, so people uh, came from all over to that. Yes, but the first, obviously, in the early stages, you know, yeah. the foresters came there to train. So the first training, one of the first training schools would have been in Dundrum, and as I said, already known as the Botty, right. been, been the short for for, for for botanic. Yeah. But um, and to take it up, did it always provide um, employment locally? Then it as did well, indeed. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, there was you know up to thirty people working in the sawmill. Yeah. You know, at that time, and it would have provided a lot of employment. Yeah. And of course, the fact that there was so much timber around Dundrum, 
you know, it, it, is, um, it, it led to the mill being used a lot more. Yeah. But um, I suppose Quilta then came in to, to manage the forests and develop it then in, in the later years. And yeah. what, what happened there was a lot of re- recreation involved. They, they, at the duck pond, they, put, they put in the trails. Yeah, yeah. They have waymarked trails there. And uh, they were all developed in over over the years, which is fantastic. And I'm yeah. not sure even if we fully appreciate what's on our doorstep around here, yeah. John. It's just uh, fantastic. The the sawmill is no longer operating. The sawmill is no longer operating. Yeah, no. but there's still a huge forestry impact with the, with the trails and and around. And like the, the trails, actually, they have there is a count around them, and they they bring in over maybe up to a thousand people a week into the into the into the area. Wow. So I mean, if they come into the area and go, you know, come down to Gigi's for a cup of, of coffee or down to alleys for a few plants or peepees or whatever. It brings people into the area, so it's a huge asset. Which is, is so important, like, you know, yeah. And I yeah. often think the managing of it and looking after it is such a huge job as well. You're very heavily involved with local athletics as well, John, and uh, uh, that that's tremendous around here, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a big... Yeah, it's, we're, we're here. The Dundrum Athletic Club was formed in uh, 1960. Yeah. And we have... I just checked it last night, Fran, and we have 254 members in the club. Right. And from age age eight up to seventy, you know, because obviously athletics caters for all the five-year categories up yeah, along. Yeah, of course. And uh, we compete in the cross country, and we compete on the road, and we compete on the track. Yeah. And we and, have yeah. And successfully. Successfully, yeah. yeah. Successfully, we, we go okay. Yeah, we this we, last weekend we had um, uh, Kevin Moore finished second in the Munster Senior Cross Country. Right. And next weekend we have uh, Jim Narain running for Ireland. In the in the in home international masters cross country in Dublin, is that on, on the on the over over forty team, yes. Yeah, so it, yeah. And I often pass through and I see such a huge turnout for the races as well, which is which is just great. Uh, I'll be back to you in just one moment, John. But I'm delighted to be joined here now uh, from Dundrum Nurseries by Frank Alley. Frank, how are you? I'm very good. And it's good to see you today. Um, it's a miserable old day out there, but I presume it's it's good for plants and growing, is it? It wouldn't encourage you to get into the garden, but it's <laughs> it's just a time of year where bare root plants you can now start to shift yeah. plants around the place that aren't in pots yeah so this kind of weather is essential to bring on that season and it's right on as we'll be fully up and running in the next fortnight with that kind of thing of course uh, dundrum nurseries i mean it's been such a success uh, over the years and i'm not sure does everybody realize that not just have you the nurseries but i mean you grow plants and trees for for other nurseries around the country as well don't you yeah it was set up uh, 40 years ago by my father and it's an interesting segue from what john was talking about i'm sure he worked with peter at some stage he peter worked in was, forestry didn't he well, peter dad. was the yeah. boss in the sawmill there yes. for i'd say at least 15 years yeah and then he went out into the forestry in this whole area and up as far as Holyford. Yes. So when he left that, he, he partially had some bit of nursery and garden centre set up. And then he moved straight into uh, plant and plant production, which is the main part of our business. While we hugely appreciate the garden centre and it's a very big concern, we would always hope to be sending out at least a truckload or two a week countrywide. And we have customers in Donegal, West Cork, and it is fair to say that people wouldn't realise that that aspect is to your business, I suppose, because we see the nursery as being there. I'd say most of the locals realise it. Yeah, I, yeah. There's a huge number of people locally have worked here from transition year. It's certainly a lot of people's first job. It's not something yes. that uh, we put. I, we say up there we put a lot of kids through college. Yeah. Um, not 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 taken from their parents, but the the few spending money they need on of in course, Limerick which, on a Thursday night, which is so <laughs> which is so important. Yeah. They need. How did COVID affect you? 
COVID was a weird one for us in the sense that we were shut down like everyone else. Yeah. But I'd say a month into COVID, everyone realised we're at home, we're going to have to do something. So the garden and the space around the house became very, very important to people. And I have a friend in hardware as well, and he said to me, if there was a root on it and a flex on it, it sold during COVID. So, you know, tools and... uh, we got very busy. We had our best year financially, and I hated, couldn't say this at the time because there was a lot more pressing yeah, things than our yeah. turnover. But having said that, managing a business during COVID was as insane as it gets, where right. every third person had an opinion on, you're standing too close to me, come over here, there's nothing wrong with me. Put that mask on, take that mask off. Everyone had an opinion. So you had that on a daily basis? You had that on a daily basis. It added to the stress of managing a business. Right. But we would take it a hundred times over compared to what happened to other businesses. Yeah. And we didn't have to let anyone go, no one and not. Very briefly, in the first month, as I said, we used the government scheme, which... Uh, topped up wages yes but we immediately got off that and you know the government have recouped that since in in taxes or whatever but we had a good year financially and it's that sounds very crass to say because people are more worried about their elderly parents course, and elderly yeah. friends etc it's great to know that there's it, some it didn't do us any harm yeah. but i'm delighted to be operating outside it it's yeah. very gratifying some people on a sunday immediately after covid said this is the first place i wanted to come so it's great to hear isn't it as yeah as an owner and head of a team up there, we're delighted to hear stuff like that. Absolutely, for sure. You and I would have spoken about the green agenda in the past. I mean, maybe the perception is that that's brilliant for a business like yours, um, but it's not quite the case, is it, it? It is brilliant. You know, we should be hand in glove with the green movement, and we are too on 80% of the issues. There's a new scheme coming in um, for farmers at the moment. And, you know, we should be able to operate hand in glove with the farmers for a new scheme that's called a- Acre. Yes. And that'll wheel, it, wheel itself out. And they've all been very good for us, all those reps, FEPs, EOS. They're all different fancy words for farmers planting yes. trees, for the want of another word. But the, the drum that I've been banging for two years with you, and thanks for, your, for the airtime, is the peat issue. Yeah. Can you explain that to people? Oh, I can't explain it, to be honest with you, because it's insane. Right. But the simplest way I can put it, we are on board with the peat issue that it shouldn't be burned, it shouldn't create energy and it shouldn't uh, be turned into briquettes. But then the unintended consequences, we've been thrown under the bus with peat harvesting and our industry needs, um, I'd need about uh, 900 cubic metres per year, which is so marginal in the scheme of things. We, we use 0.01% of the annual harvest and that includes mushrooms, uh, soft vegetables like lettuce, tomato growers, everything in horticulture, peat is the ideal medium to grow things in. And the Green Party, in their wisdom, have, they say, saved the bogs, but they've just closed the bogs. And they've reduced, you know, massive industry to nearly nil in terms of the peat itself. Yes. And the knock on effect with us is terrible. The end result is there's choir coming from Brazil, there's EU countries harvesting peat like Scotland, Estonia, Germany and Denmark. That we're importing. And we're importing it from there. a huge carbon footprint on that, I believe. And it's over our ditch. Literally over my ditch I have peat. So, yes, the carbon footprint is quadrupled by bringing it 2,000 miles from Estonia or whatever it is, Mm. nearly 1,000 miles from the north of Scotland. How, How is that answered when you bring that up? An absolute hubris in the bubble don't engage. Don't go there. That's the Green Party. 
and I don't have a, a heavy dig politically because yeah. we're here to celebrate Dundrum. Yeah. But I also get from Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael representatives saying, oh, that's not us, that's not the Greens. But then, you know, in order for you to stay in power, you're throwing me under the bus. So I'm not buying the Fianna Fáil and <coughs> Fianna Gael line either. Um, and, you know, if it's not resolved by the next election, I know where the directions my vote will be going in and it won't be with any of the standing people. But I would prefer, because we have a tradition with one particular party that's in bar, I would prefer it's resolved. But lack of engagement for two years, just dismissed out of hand. At Bloom, we weren't allowed to speak to these individuals. We were corralled away from them. It's just that they know they're wrong, so but they won't do a But there's no discussion, even with people like yourself, uh, who, who have all of the facts of on-the-ground experience. I, I had, I've been banging this drum for over two years now. Yes. And the only time I met uh, representatives from the people in power, um, with the exception of Jackie Cahill, he was very good, I have to hand it to him, but we had to protest outside the doll. And they came out and we got a usual, I'd hate, to, I'd hate to be outside the doll with something really critical. Because we got a lovely, oh yeah, we'll do everything, we're doing our best, and we will not rest, kind of an answer. And no, completely shut down again, you know. So it's, it's, it, it's and, not, uh, but that's not why I, there's a yes. lot more I'd like to be saying about Dundrum and, yeah, and not banging Absolutely, Dundrum, absolutely but. indeed. Um, you, you alluded to employment there. Of course, you've been employing people for such a long time as well. I mean, that's, that's vital to an area like this, you know. It's, it? Yeah, it's something you don't take pride in, you know, you don't have to be sticking your chest out because we need those people yeah, and those people. Um, there's about six on the staff up there, all from the local area, with more than 25 years service. So, you know, more than one family has gone through college, gone through the cycle with us. We are now, I have, uh, this last couple of summers, I've worked with uh, people like young Jordan Roach and, and I've worked with their grandfathers. So I'm showing my age, <laughs> but at the same time, yes. you know, that the same people keep showing up. Um, very good, there's very good raw country young fellas around here that are able to show up ready to go and they've done great work for the place. Very good. Be they, temporary or long term. And they have a natural feel, I guess, for the business because of the agriculture. In I the area. would say yeah. that, that yeah. Um, a farmer's son has a natural competitive yeah. advantage versus somebody whose mum or dad might be more, you know, working acad academically. Just finally, Frank, the, the mix of businesses here and how it all sort of ties together. And I'm looking across at PP's business, and of course, we're here in, the, uh, in, in uh, Butler's and the, there's Heffernan's and all of these places. So is, is there a tie together of all there of is that? A, there is a huge plus to being in Dundrum. I remember not that long ago, during the Tiger time, there was traffic coming, you know, en masse from Tipperary to here to work. And the opposite should be true. But there was, you know, the bulk of the traffic left Tipperary town and came here for jobs. Um, it has changed and, you know, the change is constant and inevitable. Yes. Um, the hotel has changed dramatically. The local ballroom has changed dramat dramatically. Yes. That was the centre where most people in Munster know about it, Absolutely. spent New Year's Eve there Absolutely. people like uh, Johnny Cash and, and Meatloaf played yeah. there it's not, you know, that wasn't a lightweight piece of ballroom yeah. romance, that was a, a giant in entertainment that thankfully I lived towards the tail end of its heyday um, there was Tudor Tiles across the road which yeah. was a nationwide, what's very funny about Dundrum um, if you take Peepees, the steelworks, the sawmill in its, in its pump, 
our own place and Dundrum House Hotel, Rossmore Engineering, mm. which again we'll claim. I yeah. know it might have been Dundrum, but we'll claim we certainly a few people work Pro Meats. Pro Meats. They're doing nationwide business. Yes. There's, you know, we have all the, you know, DJ here fully accept it's a local business. But because we're doing nationwide business, because Dundrum House brought people from Dublin, I had shrubs going back to Dublin. Because I drove by to one of our locations, Rossmore Engineering, numerous times. Those customers came back to Rossmore Engineering, got planting and uh, enge- so all, stuff engineering. It all ties together. It indeed. helped. Frank and John, thank you very much indeed for coming into us today. We're delighted to be here uh, today in Dundrum. Thank you. We'll take a break. Back with more. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie